0: what's up you guys and welcome back to cozy chronicles with lucy smash with this is me this is us let's go so today i want to talk about being in relationships and i'm not just talking about having friendships i mean like actual relationships now i was watching um marriage boot camp season 18 episode 8 I believe that um it has I think a, I think I name is Shawnee Shawnee and CeeLo Jocelyn and uh Ballistic Bianca and Choses and somebody else Michele and Stu yeah that's it so upon watching their episode, they had a part on there where they had to draw out these tattoos on the paper or draw out like pictures. And it was two that were like bad, and I think one that was happy or something like that. So as they you know did their tattoo on the paper, um they got up and spoke about you know their childhood memories and things that excuse me guys it was a hiccup coming out (laughs) um they were talking about their childhood memories and one of the things that was brought up in their childhood memories is like you know they were beaten as a child or you know certain things were introduced to them when they were a child so in the episode once they actually went through their stories and told about their stories they was told to come outside and it was you know children like you know they was like boot camp class season 18 or something like that you know they seemed like the kids on the stage so then these certain kids started coming up and basically reenacting that person's story of what they're told so it was really eye-opening for them to see like wow like this is really how my story was, you know, told in so much, you know, told so quickly, so little, you know, just to sum it up. But I can imagine myself how I really was when I was that little girl. Like that's literally reenacting me when I was that that little girl or that little boy. Like that's crazy. Like so, basically, Doctor Doctor Ish is his name in the show. He was like, you don't realize how certain childhood issues will come into when you have a relationship that you that you never really dealt with you know what I'm saying so if you never deal with it then certain things that your partner may do might actually trigger certain things that you dealt with within your childhood so I was like wow that is so interesting like that is so true and I noticed that every time he has his um his show he always like every couple they always do that same thing um that same like what is it like uh i can't think of the word but it's basically like that same part every time like the the season starts or whoever is on that season they have to go through that step of bringing up their childhood memories so with me of my childhood memories that i always seem to somehow find myself in these same type of feelings even did when i deal with guys Is by me not having my father in my life. Now, I know exactly who he is. I don't know how old he is, but I know exactly who he is. I know his name. Hell, I even got his social security number. (laughs) Yup. Like, yeah, I know exactly who he is. But, he never wanted to be in my life. He wanted it to be where if he can get close to my mama then he could be like hey Ashley you know how you doing like you know he'll speak to me then but he ain't really trying to handle you no know, verbal communication with me like he'll just like you know speak and he'll be like well if she don't want to talk to me whatever but you know what I'm saying, what's up with you like you know what we finna do you know what I'm saying so as I got older I never realized how that would be triggering me or bother me in certain situations of being in certain Relationships with certain people until I got older and really started to pay attention. Like, wait a minute, like when I was with you, or you know, when I was with dealing with you, certain things would trigger me that you did. And it's like me and my mom, you know, we bounce off of each other when we talk about our stories that. We can she can see like, you know, certain insights in what I might say and I can see certain insights in what she might say. Now, as she says she has the gift of hearing that when she hears, you know, what you're saying, she can basically break it down for you and you be like, Oh, okay, so I see what you're saying. But see with me, I mostly get my messages or intuitive messages through my dreams i be having dreams like you'll be like what like what kind of dream is that but then every time i tell her about my dream she always break it down and i i totally understand how that dream may came about right so of my childhood memories you know I I never had issues within my childhood, you know. I I went through certain things in life, you know. With my mom of us being homeless and stuff like that, you know. We went through certain shit, you know what I'm saying? Not having food, not having money, you know. General, I, I wouldn't say it's general, but it's it's like general stuff that some people in the world pretty much already went through or they've been through, you know what I'm saying? And they got better, they. You, you know what i'm saying like they they overcame the issues of life you know but some people are still dealing with those issues but of like i said of my childhood i did not have any issues you know with nobody you know uh nothing nothing major that you know would have happened to me that would have damaged me you know personally to you know what i'm saying so by me not having my father in my life like i said i never realized how it bothered me like with this one guy that i that i used to date when i was in high school um i used to skip school yeah uh, people that that uh went to school with me that might be listening to my podcast some might know some might not know but yeah i used to skip school in my senior year um i used to skip school i was you know depressed i never liked to go to this math class early in the morning and i was just like you know what Let, let's go let's go to bird king or something like you know we always just skip first period so i would notice that sometimes when i would be with him i would get like this depressed feeling like it would come on me so strong and like we'll be laughing you know we'll be eating and stuff we'll be kicking you know like just shooting the shit, you know, not not even thinking about like nothing major, you know because we skip it. Like we ain't thinking about school right now. You know, we eating breakfast and shit. And then next thing you know, it'll just hit me out of nowhere and all of a sudden I'll just get depressed. I'll be sitting there like looking at my phone, like looking at the table, looking out the window, and I would just like get this sorrow look on my face. Like of course you can you can always tell when something's wrong with somebody. So he would always ask me, like, Ashley, what's wrong with you? Like, what, what, what's wrong? Like, you know, we was just laughing and, you know, like, why do you look like you sad? Like, you know? And then all of a sudden, I would just bust out crying, like, out of nowhere. And it would be so weird. And I'm like, why does this keep happening? Like, every time I'm sitting here with you, I always get this sad feeling. Like, it'd be random. I really can count. Like, it happened, like, maybe five or six times. Like, the shit was crazy. So... As he would ask me, like, you know, Ashley, what's wrong, what's wrong, I'm the type of person where if I'm crying, like, I don't, I don't want to tell you what's wrong because I already know you're going to, like, basically, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, you basically going to, f- like, figure out what's wrong, like, by me telling you what's wrong, and you're going to dig deeper on what's wrong, and then it's going to make me cry even more, you know, you get what I'm saying, so I don't want to emotionally tap into it even more. And so, I would always bring up the fact of, like, I'm so sad that I really don't have my father in my life. Like, my mom, you know, she was married to a narcissistic, you know, selfish-ass bastard of a husband, you know. And he was incarcerated for, you know, 20 years and stuff like that. And then when he came home, you know, he was always, you know, of course, anybody that's in, in prison or a jail, you know, they're going to feed you the story of, you know, I can't wait till till I come home, you know, so we can be a family, you know, I can't wait for all of us to be together, but then that wasn't the case. When he came home, the first two days, we had two conversations about the same thing and verbatim, this is what his words was, I don't want you to feel some type of way because you, you know, you see me being around your mom a lot more than you, you know, and I don't want you to feel like I'm not giving you attention, you know, as much as I'm giving your mom attention, which in my mind, I'm like, I, I understand that. Like, I understand, you know, that's your wife, you know, you haven't been a home for, a, and be, be able to touch her or hug her, or, or, you know, kiss on her for a longer time because guards be like cock blocking, be like, okay, that's it, you know, type shit. Like, I understand that. I'm not, not tripping on it, you know, but hell, when you do have that downtime, where well, you just sitting on the couch and I'm sitting on the couch. Okay, we can talk you know like I have no problem with that. yeah, see after that second conversation, we never had no more conversations after that ever Now this man been in my life been in my life ever since I was I think my mom said four years old and I remember him back then, but it was like, I, memories of like certain things he that she told me that he he used to always buy me Cheetos and m ms all the time when I was a kid like I don't really remember that you know so maybe at that time that's when you know he went to jail he went to prison or something like that you know but I really don't remember all those times you know but he was always the person that I felt like was my dad, you know, because he threw out the letters, you know, we always went down there to see him, you know, he basically became my stepdad because, you know, my mom, you know, they got married, you know, while he was still incarcerated. So, you know, he was, he was basically like my stepfather, you know, we would talk, you know, it would always be like this awkwardness between us because I'm not used to a man, you know, saying like saying that he wants to be, like a father figure to me you know so it's it's always gonna come off a little weird you know but I I always try my best you know to make it be known you know that I want to have a relationship with him you know to try to have that fatherly love you know that I never got from no man you know I'm saying whether it was uncle a bro well I don't have no brothers you know even for my real step, my real father as I said you know he didn't want to be in my life so one day uh, my mom, she had to have surgery uh, to get her gallbladder removed, and I necessarily couldn't go because my aunt, you know, it was it was just a whole situation, y'all. I ain't I ain't even gonna delve into it like that. But basically, she had other people in the car, so I couldn't necessarily go down there and be there with my mama while she was having her gallbladder surgery. But her husband was there, so at the time you know i'm worried about her you know of course i can't talk to her because you know she's in surgery so i cooked a meal you know for everybody when they got home you know my mom my stepdad you know when they got home you know they'll be able to eat something and so at this time uh i think i had reached out to my father like was it that same day or maybe i had already reached out to him ahead of time or something like that something happened well basically where we was in contact that day and he was like you know well um can i come over there you know so we could talk or whatever so in my mind i'm thinking like come over here why would you want to come over here to my actual house when you know that i just told you that my mama was coming out of surgery why we can't meet out somewhere you know what i'm saying like why would you want to come to my house basically you trying to do that same shit like you used to do back in the day that you want to if it's not about my mama you know what i'm saying and if if y'all not in communication then you don't really want to have nothing to do with me but because you want to come to my actual house you can be able to see my mama then you're gonna be able to see me you're gonna be talking to me a little bit but then you're gonna really be trying to talk no dude like what what, what the fuck is going through your mind like i literally just told you that my mama is having surgery she's going to be coming home what the why would you want to come to my house you know she has a husband also, so that's just even more, you know what I'm saying, it's just... I was so frustrated by everything that happened that day, because my mom came home, she said that, you know, there was a lot of situations that was going on at the hospital, you know, her tongue got uh, cut, basically because the thing that they stick, the, the tool that they use to stick down your throat to put the hose down there to keep your, your lungs going you know where the the air is still going through your lungs you know while you're under anesthesia because you you basically not breathing on your own you know the ventilator has to do it for you so that that tool that they use they have to go under your tongue and then over your tongue to the back of it to like open your mouth some you 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 guys <laughs> i'll put it in the description box what i'm talking about basically that tool cut her tongue so she was wondering why when she was talking she was like kind of like like you know like her tongue was hurting. So come to find out when we watched the videos and everything that happened of how they do the the prepare you for the surgery, basically her tongue was cut. She was when she finally came out of surgery, she was trying to tell her damn husband that she was sitting in pee like he need to get the nurse you know to help clean her up he was like what what she saying now me i know my mama so well that even if she mumbling i know exactly what the hell she's saying if she in up brushing her teeth got a mouth full of full of uh toothpaste and she telling me something i know exactly what she telling me so ain't no way while she was sitting in that damn hospital bed that she was trying to tell me something and i wouldn't be checking on her like is something hurting you okay and i would have instantly called a nurse like y'all i was just so mad that day like it everything that could possibly happen to piss you off that day happened so i instantly went off on my real dad you know as he was saying that he want to come over to my house to try to talk to me like why would you need to come to my house why we can't meet i so, well, y'all i just got pissed off i went off on him then the wife had the audacity to hit me up that same day saying oh well you know i can't wait to meet you and i'm like what why would you be hitting me up saying you can't wait to meet me? I haven't even met this motherfucker. Why would I sit here want to meet you? I don't even know you. You basically putting yourself in a situation that you have no business to. The reason why I went off of her is because she said that she can't wait to meet me. Because her and him is going to be together when they meet me. I didn't say I was ready to meet your wife. How she just go insert herself in a motherfucking A and B conversation? Like how she just gonna see her way in it? You, you see what I'm saying? I was livid. I went off on everybody. I uh, I even almost got into a real altercation with my stepfather, which is her husband at the time. Literally almost like went berserk. You know what I'm saying? Because he was acting like, you know, how you gonna be her husband? But at the same time, you know that this woman just came out of surgery. She's telling you her back is hurting. and she, you know, they basically had to uh, put air in her stomach, you know, to try to maneuver around her certain organs to get, you know, their gallbladder out and stuff like that. So it, it was like creating pressure, like, you know, it's like she has gas in her body, like she needs to get the gas out. So, she was like, you know, rolling around, rolling around, like, oh, I got gas, I got gas, like, I need to get this out. So, he over there in the same bed, just rolled on on the, flipped over, acting like he just snore asleep. Like, he don't hear nothing of her complaints. Like, she, you know, he don't hear nothing of what she got going on. Like, whatever, she'll be alright. So, I was literally the one that was taking, I was, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was doing it regardless. But, I was the one, that motherfucker was on the couch, in the front room or on the floor, wherever hell he was at, and I was in my mom's bed taking care of her, making sure, Mom, you good, you straight, you need something to drink, you want to eat on something, you need to go to the restroom. Okay, come on, let me help you. Like, I was the one doing it. I'm my mama's motherfucking keeper, I'm her number one fan, I'm her everything. And now niggas gonna sit here trying to play like you want to be in my life or that you want to be a husband to her. No, you t- what? I don't play when it comes to that one. And it's the same, vice versa. So, I digress. But y'all can understand why the hell I was so mad. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally, like I said, almost got into a real physical altercation with him, like dead ass. Because you're not finna sit here treat this woman that has been there for you. Through thick and motherfucking thin, through blood, tears, every motherfucking thing. Okay, you not finna to sit here and treat her like whatever. Like what? Why is you bothering me while I'm sleep? What? How dare you? Your motherfucking foot was all fucked up. You, your motherfucking foot busted in our motherfucking house. Had the whole motherfucking house thinking. You fell out in the motherfucking hallway, bleeding out and shit. Like going into convulsions because you was throwing up blood you had a lot of shit going on with you and yet still this woman have a surgery and you gonna treat her like she ain't shit like it was just a dog you took to a vet and it's like alright she cool just let her run around she got the cone on her head so she'll be alright type shit like boy what how dare you again I digress so all that, all that being said is to say this with dealing with certain people. Like my mama gave me the example that I can be, you know, so into the relationship, but I'm always gonna be looking at that person with a with a side eye, like, mm-hmm. What you, what you could be possibly up to, you know? what I'm saying, what, what, I'm trying to see what what you, what you could be. What, what's your next move? You know, what I'm saying, like, I, I'm just always suspecting that you gonna do something. I'm always suspecting that you gonna pull some type of stunt to leave or you know what I'm saying just 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 have have some type of way where it's like you are just gonna disappear on me you know what I'm saying and of course I deal with that because in my childhood my father not being there of course I'm gonna tend to look at certain men like you know oh, okay you know I can see the good in this person but anytime you start tripping out on me I'm instantly gonna see you as my dad like Oh, so, so you so you type motherfucker that you just want to be around for the good. But then when some shit come about, you just want to dip out, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I noticed that I was even naive in certain relationships to not see certain things that people were doing. Like, I was naive to sit here and see that I had just got my refund from school and... I understand that you got a job you know that you may be getting paid a certain amount certain week you know you paying certain bills you know you might not have the money but i noticed that i'm being more pulling out my pocket than you now don't get me wrong i don't have no 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 issue with spending money if i know that we doing it you know what I'm saying you pay one day i pay one day i'm that type of person but don't make me feel like i'm pulling out more out of my pocket than you are out of your pocket or don't think I'm not paying attention to certain things that you may say. And then I'm thinking like, later on down line as I'm analyzing, like, wait a minute, you did say this and that. And wait a minute, you was making no type of commentary. Like, you know, I was, I was naive to a lot of situations. Like, even in high school, this is how I know that I definitely was seeking out somebody to give me that attention because I didn't get that attention from my father from a man's perspective. That either when I was in I would say it started from middle school up until high school. From middle school I would say eighth grade up until eleventh grade. Um I'm even say 10th grade. I'ma say 10th grade. I'ma say 10th grade. So from eighth grade to tenth grade i was you know how would you say it i was always a plus size diva don't get me wrong but even when i was a kid i was skinny but you know this needs to hit on it basically what i'm trying to say is <laughs> i'm getting off track basically what i'm trying to say is in middle school up until 10th grade i used to always look at like damn like you know why i don't have a boyfriend or oh i thought this person was cute you know oh, i thought that person was cute you know i'm gonna ask them out or whatever now, I used to think, like, you know, why nobody like me? You know, why, why I didn't get no carnations delivered to my class, you know, for me? Or uh, why nobody seeking me out? You know, why no? I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't popular because everybody gravitated towards me, which I don't really like people. But I'm cool with people. You see what I'm saying? Like, I have one of those type personalities. Now you see why I say, well, if I haven't told you, I'm the only child. I've been on only child for 24 years. I'm I'm 24 right now, and uh, I never had a problem with really being to myself or being alone or not having no friends. I'm like when I say I chill hard as fuck by myself. Like I be chilling. Like <laughs> what? I could put me a candle on. I could be watching me a movie. Like I can be chilling. I I don't I don't be bothered by you know you're having friends texting me like honestly i'm the type of person where well, if you're gonna keep on texting me like i'm gonna get annoyed i'm like okay like what well, like why why is my phone keep going off that you keep responding like you know I'm say i'm one of those type of people like i don't mind talking but don't keep bothering me like like i don't i don't really have people spending the night at my house but when they did spend a night at my house i definitely got annoyed like okay when you going home after the first day like Okay, like you being in my space too long, like you know what I'm saying. And I think that's that's like the only child syndrome that we we don't like people in our space for too long. Like okay, it's cool, you know, we can chat, chat, we can talk, but okay, stay stay over there, you know. Let me be in my own space. I like my space. So yeah, I used to think like that, like you know, why nobody like me, you know why why everybody you know got a boyfriend, they got a girlfriend, but I at, at that time I was always the counselor for everybody i was always talking to my friends about their relationships and helping them out like girl don't worry about that like you know he he tripping right now you know what i'm saying like just give it some time you know talk to him everybody you know give it, give it a day or so you know don't text him back right now because you know how boys are like i was always their friend to, to be the counsel for them but i never had no relationship at the time because i was always thinking like but damn like i'm always giving relationship advice but why i'm not in a relationship why ain't nobody looking at me you know why ain't nobody checking me out so I always had the feeling of, like, had to grasp for that, grasp for somebody's attention, you know, to notice me or see me, you know. So that went on up until 10th grade because I went through this certain relationship that he was, he was still of a, he was still trying to figure himself out, put it like that. He was still trying to figure himself out. You know, when I got so tired of dealing with him, being wish-washy, not knowing whether he want to go with me or he want to go with this girl. And then he doing certain shit with this girl because he trying to make me jealous. And it was like, you know what? That's it. I'm done. So when I finally met this certain guy in my 11th grade here, he really put it in perspective to show me that what the fuck was I really tripping on him for? Why was I sitting here thinking that I needed you? I am the shit. I don't, I don't... What was What was I chasing you for? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it really helped me to show that I can get over certain situations. Now, of course, dealing with him, we was together for a year. We broke up. We were still, you know, communicating with each other for thereafter. And then after high school, that was pretty much it. So I noticed that... Even even I used to have this journal with me and... uh my old high school friend that I remember I used to write in my notebook and be like, girl, you know, why nobody want me? Like, I want a boyfriend and stuff like that. Like, blah, 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 blah. blah. And when I think about it today, and it's like, what was like, what was I going through? What what was I missing that I felt like I had to ask for somebody to give me that attention? I don't want to have to ask you out to know that you're going to be my boyfriend. I don't want to have to send you a note or, or send you a message say, hey, wanna go out? Like, no. I want somebody to notice me because they notice me. And that's really the that's really where I'm at now that I'm not finna ask for nobody's attention. I'm not finna try to seek out your attention because if you gonna notice me, if you gonna wanna talk to me, you gonna come talk to me. I'm not finna ask shit. I'm I'm a shy person, so I'm a I'm be you know looking like uh, i don't know like you know what i'm saying like but if you come approach me we can talk like but i'm not finna approach you because i've learned myself worth. i've learned that girl you is the shit i don't give a damn what nobody motherfucking say i am the shit's naive okay for me because guess what you're gonna be thinking that same thing about you you're going to be thinking like, damn, I am the shit. You know what I'm saying? I am good looking. I am fine. You know, I do have certain attributes about me that, you know, I feel it's sexy. So, somebody else might find it sexy, you know? So, that's where I'm at now. And I'm trying to deal with those, having those emotions and not having a father in my life. So, therefore, if something ever happened in my relationships that a guy was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm done with this. Like, you know, then I won't feel abandoned. That's the word I was trying to look for. That I won't feel abandoned, you know. To feel like, oh, well you act just like my dad, you know, what I'm saying you act like you want me. I knew it was, you know, what I'm saying I don't, I don't want to bring that into my relationships in the future sense, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> this podcast has went on long enough, you guys. I didn't mean to keep you going this long, but I just had to put that out there, you know that. I don't want to try to do things for a certain person to like me. And that's that's more so the reason why I created my YouTube channel for other people to see me the way I see myself. Because when I look at my YouTube videos, I be looking like, damn girl, you, you cool as hell. Like, you really funny. You know what I'm saying? Are you really... Like, you really cute, you know? you really pretty, you know? You really got sex appeal to yourself. Like, why was you ever doubting yourself? Why did you ever feel that? I never felt like I was ugly, I just always felt like I was fat. You know, certain guys would be going for these slimmer girls or whatever, and i will be like, damn, like, why nobody want me type shit? You know what I'm saying? That's what I was always going through. But as I got older, she can't tell me nothing, okay? I'm the type of person where all I gotta do... Is put on a certain bra, a bra and panty set, and I'm like, girl, you is the shit, okay? Just the other day, I was having a cozy chronicles moment where I put on me a, a lingerie slip and and like a flower pink robe on top of it, and I feel damn good, cause I'm like, well, shit, why not get myself together, you know? Why not feel sexy for myself before I feel sexy for another man? You know what I'm saying? Because if I have that that self-esteem for myself then he gonna see that within me and it's it's gonna it's gonna make make it the 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 what am i trying to say make the make the y'all get what i'm trying to say the attraction even more because he see that i have that self-esteem within myself Now, I don't want to have to build my self-esteem up because a man is telling me, oh, well, you're sexy, you're beautiful, you know, you're smart. I need to know these things for myself. So, therefore, if you leave, if you feel like something I ain't doing right, that you be like, you know what, fuck this shit, whatever, I'm done. Bye. I know what I'm capable of. I know what what motherfucking uh, light I am to a candle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know who I am, and I'm still figuring out who I am. So don't judge me because you feel like I'm not doing certain things that you might want me to do. Or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? But that's the point of learning me to figure me out before anybody else can be able to figure me out. So I want to deal with those childhood wounds and deal with those issues that I feel are being abandoned by a male figure. Because I had that love for my mama. So I, I, I know how to love, you know... a a friend of a female or you know a relationship with a man you know I know how to have that love but I need to deal with those childhood wounds before I get into a relationship because I know that I will bring those certain things up if he does certain things that's gonna bother me that's gonna trigger me you know so all in all I would just say to try to think of childhood wounds and replay certain moments that you Went through in certain relationships to think like damn that was something that triggered me because i remember in my childhood that my mom used to do this or my dad used to do this and my uncle used to treat me like this or, so i noticed that when i'm in a relationship with you excuse me when i'm in a relationship with you that you you triggering certain things in me from my childhood so i would encourage anybody that has childhood wounds to work on them because the type of person that you are growing into into your future you don't want that there's the that same past issues to keep being brought up into your future you see what i'm saying and that's something that i'm working on right now so you guys that's it for episode two of cozy chronicles this is me this is us let's go see you next time